You are listening to this week's Market Commentary by Walker Cripps, bringing you insights on the world of stock markets and finance. Hello, and welcome to the Walker Cripps Market Commentary for the week ending Tuesday the 28th of March. March madness had a different undertone this year, as investors faced market volatility and renewed uncertainties brought upon by a regional banking crisis. The Bank of England raised interest rates to 4.25% from 4% in an 11th consecutive monthly increase. Minutes of the meeting showed that the Financial Policy Committee told policymakers before the vote that the UK banking system maintains robust capital and strong liquidity positions, and that the UK banking system remains resilient. Financial markets appear to expect rates to increase again amid no sign of a let-up in inflation. On a year-on-year basis, consumer prices rose to 10.4% in February, well above the consensus expectation. The latest macroeconomic data pointed to a resilient UK economy, with a purchasing manager's survey indicating a possible return to growth in the first quarter. S&P's Global Composite Purchasing Managers Index, PMI, which measures activity in manufacturing and services, registered an expansion in business activity for a second consecutive month in March. Meanwhile, retail sales volumes rose 1.2% in February, the largest monthly gain since last October. As was widely expected, the US Federal Reserve, or Fed, also raised official short-term rates by 25 basis points, and the dot plot showing individual policymakers' rate expectations, while indicating a growing disparity in outlooks, indicated that officials expected to stop raising rates after one more hike in May. References to ongoing rate increases were also removed from the official statement. Fed Chair Jerome Powell's post-meeting remarks suggested that the Fed's change in tone was driven by forecast uncertainty, rather than a strong conviction that a 5% to 5.25% federal funds target range, assuming a 0.25% rate increase in May, would be sufficiently restrictive, making a pause after May all but certain. While acknowledging that tensions in the banking system have tightened credit conditions, Powell's prepared statement declared that it was too soon to tell how monetary policy should respond, and warned that policymakers still anticipate some additional policy firming may be appropriate. In response to questions, Powell also added that Fed officials don't see rate cuts this year, they just don't, which appeared to lead to a downturn in equity markets to end the day. Investors did not appear to take him at his word, however, with suggestions that further tightening in lending standards due to banking system pressures look set to do the rest of the Fed's job for them, dragging on economic growth and inflation and reducing the risk of further rate hikes. Futures markets ended the week pricing in a 98.2% chance that rates would end the year lower, according to the CME FedWatch tool, with a 94.8% chance that cuts would start this summer. That concludes the market news, and now we'll move on to the stock focus section. JD Witherspoon shares surged as the pub chain said sales for the last seven weeks were 14.9% higher than the same period last year, as it swung to a half-year profit, despite ferocious inflationary pressures. The company posted a pre-tax profit of £4.6 million for the 26 weeks to the 29th of January, compared to a £26.1 million loss in 2022. Revenue also increased to £916 million from £807 million, with a free cash inflow of £166 million, compared with a £34.5 million outflow last year. 
shares jumped almost 13%, outperforming a slumping market as banking stocks tanked. Crest Nicholson similarly reported improving sales as they claimed consumer confidence in the housing market had started to return. Updating on trading, the FTSE 250 home builder said its sales per outlet per week rate was 0.52 in the first 11 weeks of the calendar year, compared with 0.35 in the previous 11-week period. It attributed the uptick to an ongoing and steady recovery in overall consumer confidence and housing market activity since the start of the year, with average selling prices continuing to be supported by a lack of housing supply. Meanwhile, shares in Inchcape fell sharply, despite the automotive distributor reporting a rise in annual earnings driven by growth in new and used vehicle sales and higher prices. Adjusted pre-tax profit rose 50% to £373 million, while revenue grew 8% to £8.1 billion. The total dividend was lifted by 28% to 28.8 pence a share. However, the shares closed almost 12% lower in London trade on Thursday. That concludes this week's market commentary. Thank you for listening. This was Walker Cripps Market Commentary. If you'd like to hear more, please visit our website at www.walkercrips.co.uk. To keep up with our latest news and content, you can follow us on Twitter and LinkedIn at Walker Crips. Until next week, thanks for listening. This podcast is intended to be Walker Crips Investment Management's own commentary on markets. It is not investment research and should not be construed as an offer or solicitation to buy, sell or trade in any of the investments, sectors or asset classes mentioned. The value of any investment and the income arising from it is not guaranteed and can fall as well as rise, so that you may not get back the amount you originally invested. Past performance is not a reliable indicator of future results. Movements in exchange rates can have an adverse effect on the value, price or income of any non-sterling denominated investment. Nothing in this podcast constitutes advice to undertake a transaction, and if you require professional advice, you should contact your financial advisor or your usual contact at Walker Cripps. Walker Cripps Investment Management Limited is authorised and regulated by the Financial Conduct Authority and is a member of the London Stock Exchange.